everybody, and welcome to episode six of Mixed Up with Mary and Monty. I am Monty. And I'm Maria. <laughs> and welcome <laughs> to our podcast. How are you, Mary? I'm okay. How are you, Monty? I'm good. It's a wonderful morning here in Arizona. It's a weird one. It's a weird one. Full of fog, doom, yeah. gloom. <laughs> Well, I, I think waiting. it's only doomed for the Patriots because I'm pretty oh. sure this is a sign that Seattle will win today. Super Bowl's happening in our town, and I, the fog comes. Curious. Seattle brought the weather with them. Mm-hmm. I don't. I guess New England has fog too. Yeah, they yeah. do, but it doesn't. It's not the same. It's not Seahawk fog. <laughs> I did actually see a Seahawk flying through the fog on the way here. Like a for real Seahawk? A for real person in a Seahawk's garb. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> flying past awesome. me on the freeway in the fog. And I was like, that's it. They here, win. Here I'm thinking it's a bird. I'm like, I don't think those are indigenous to Arizona, but oh well. I mean, hey. The fog does weird things. It does. Yeah. It's very strange. I was waiting for a weird. gigantic beast of some sort to come out of the uh, the fog, like a Stephen <laughs> King novel or something. <laughs> Or the You're the red... second person who said it's to Stephen King or made a Stephen King reference, yeah. but I guess The Fog. Yeah. But that's John Carpenter. The Mist. The Mist. The Mist would be yes. Stephen King. Um, they, uh, or I'm waiting for a loud siren and the Red Pyramid to come out from uh, <laughs> the Silent Hill movies. They do, they do, they're these people who do uh, um, like Photoshop things, and every time I see them, I'm like, that looks so cool. What would I do if a big red pyramid was coming down? The, I'd run. I'd Maybe run. like, is Daft Punk playing in there? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, you guys, Daft Punk's playing in my fog. In my fog. In my fog. <laughs> um, yeah, so what a, what a, what a, our atmosphere is going to lend very well to the theme of our, of our podcast today, right? It depends on what your perspective of love is. It is a very strange place. Sometimes you can't see a quarter mile in front of your face, but then you can see forever. So sometimes you just got to trust. If uh, if our viewers have been out, our viewers, (laughs) they can't see us. Wait a minute. (laughs) minute. I'm the perfect face for a podcast. (laughs) If our listeners have been any at all aware of what their local stores have been selling to them they will see hearts and valentine's day stuff on every single corner and as mary so lovingly put this morning go ahead which part what do we say about love (laughs) this will be the fourth time i've made this statement but love (laughs) so that's what we're getting into today with our (laughs) podcast the many many different and splendid things about love we entitled this podcast the greatest love of all which didn't make either of our uh, <laughs> of our podcast list but and as i told title. monty fuck no it didn't <laughs> <laughs> so uh i think we're gonna have a pretty entertaining list here um uh yeah i think i think it's gonna be a good one i should hope so so let's uh, let's stop wasting time and let's get into this thing called love, right? Nicely done there. That was a good 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 segue. Thank you. I didn't put that in the mix. I wrote it last night. Um. Oh, look! I just started with um, um and then you'll get so, a lot of so and and, <laughs> uh, and us. Uh, I got those all out of the way now. Okay, so I started off the mix. Because I freaked Monty out so much by not putting the Beatles into my last one that I figured I better go back to I making called, him make I sure it was Mary. I this Mary. Sure that everything was okay, <laughs> that 
what? Are you okay? Uh, I'm okay now. I'm back. And I chose the Beatles to start off the love mix. It was hard because the Beatles, I think, I don't know what the exact count is, but it's something like they use the word love 750 times throughout their career in the songs, which I guess isn't a lot, but there's a lot of love songs from the Beatles. All you need is love. Um, it's only love, which is another favorite of mine. But I chose the Beatles Can't Buy Me Love because it always makes me feel energetic and good. And um, we've also been talking about soundtracks and thinking about A Hard Day's Night when they open up the doors and start running out mm -hmm. and Can't Buy Me Love is on. <laughs> it's amazing. And then, of course, the other film, Can't Buy Me Love, Love that one, too. Shot in Tucson. Exactly. So it's all home base, and it's just a great song. It's about love being intangible. It's something you can't buy. So here's the Beatles, Can't Buy Me Love. I may not have a lot to give, but what I got, I'll give to you. I don't care too much for money, but I can't buy me love, can't buy me love. Everybody tells me so. Satisfied. Tell me that you want the kind of things the money just can't buy. I don't care too much for money. Money can buy me poet said all was right with the world <laughs> because the Beatles have returned to the podcast <laughs> on Mary's side. We're okay. Everything's fine. The monster is not going to come out of the mist today or the fog. <laughs> We're all okay. Everything's fine. <laughs> there will be no Things hellfire and brimstone. <laughs> so as we talked about kind of in the interlude here that I know one day you guys will all want to hear about all the craziness we talk about between songs. But uh, Mary advertised her uh, greatest love of all episode as uh, as commercial almost. You yeah, could sell I this, so. her, her podcast, because every song has love in it. Like it's for those people that don't really listen to music and they're like, I have to buy a love mix for my girlfriend or my person and blah, blah, blah. Bingo. Bingo. Where, where mine was a little bit more focused on the... Uh, on the many different ways of, of that you can love. Romantic Romantically love, or otherwise. There's a few that are otherwise yeah. as well, too. So I started off with, uh, um, I started off in the year 1967. This is a cover of a Bobby Womack song, song called I'm in Love, which is done by Wilson Pickett. However, Bobby Womack did play guitar on this record, and Pickett, but Pickett added his own blend of soul to this song, as he does with mm -hmm. everything. Um, I think... Uh, the first comments that he says in this song uh, are exactly uh, the feelings that we should have around. Uh, it's a good feeling. He starts off the song by saying, statement-wise, I'm in love, right? Where it could mean a lot of different things. <laughs> so that's just the beginning of the sentence. It could be, I'm in love, I hate it. I'm in love, I love it. 
<laughs> I'm in love. I don't know what to do. I mean, all those different feelings can come right after that. Yeah. I thought that was a good way to start this mix. So here is I'm in love by Wilson Pickett. He's got the double points of playlist. Awesome. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. Now to find something wonderful. with the X in it. No, I've got an X in this next one. Ah, there you go. You're keeping up. Jimi Hendrix. Yes. I chose Bold as Love because it's Bold as Love. And <laughs> to me, a good love song is not just about the relationship it's about love in general so and being passionate about what you're going to do you have to be bold as love to get to that point so it's Jimi Hendrix bold as love just ask the answers my red is so confident he flashes trophies of war and ribbons of euphoria Young, full of daring, but very unsteady for the first go round. My yellow in this case is not so mellow. In fact, I'm trying to say it's frightening like me. And all of these emotions of mine keep holding me from giving my life to a rainbow like you. But I'm a yeah, I'm bold as love. Yeah, yeah. He knows everything. Yeah. 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 I didn't get it. Way off. I'm sorry, Jimi Hendrix. I tried my best. Good pick. Good pick. Thanks. Um, it's bold. It's a bold choice. <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh, my next song is a folk cover song done by Ms. Roberta Flack way back in 1972. It was an international hit for uh, Ms. Flack along with her, along with being featured high, heavily on the soundtrack for Clint Eastwood's Play Misty for Me. Uh, first take. Oh, I'm sorry. I take that back. This song wasn't on there. It was, Yes, it was. It was on the soundtrack. The uh, other songs were on the soundtrack for Play Misty for Me. The song First Take was on the same hmm. record as uh, First Time Ever I Saw Your Face, which is what we're going to listen to next. 
the song has a real gentle quality. I think that's what all of Roberta Flack's songs kind of had. That's what, they weren't. They were just like. It was like she was talking to somebody about the way she felt. I I almost say like uh, she was looking. She was getting dressed to meet someone to go on a date or something like that, and she's just singing the song to herself <laughs> in her own privacy. Yeah. Is what this song it's, sounded it's, me reminds me of. Wonderful song. It's amazing. So here is uh, the first time ever I saw your face by Ms. Roberta Flack. The first time ever I saw thought the sun rose in your eyes and the moon and the stars were the That's a beautiful song. So let me uh, correct my little intro there. This this song, first time ever I saw your face, was an international hit for for Roberta Flack, um, along with other songs from that same album, one being the song First Take, which was on Clint Eastwood's Play Misty for me. Ah, I got you now. And it's Misty Outside, so it's a nice tie back. Ah, nice tie back. Have you seen Play Misty for me? Uh, no, Good I've movie. never seen it. Clint Eastwood, uh, uh, apart from being a, a pretty accomplished director, is also, you know, in, in other realms, acting and all that. But play oh, Misty he's a jazz me, fan so. too, yeah. and with the uh, Bird, mm-hmm. he did Bird, played Misty for me, yeah. and then a couple. Oh, he does. There? He does soundtracks too. Like right. he's uh, did Gran Torino, the song. Gran Torino, Gran Torino. Was fantastic. Um, I remember hearing Roberta Flack's first time I ever saw your face. I had heard it, I guess, in my life, but mm-hmm. I didn't actually hear it, hear it, like listen to it until we were sitting. I was at a friend's house, and his mom put the record on. Or no, we were sitting there. There was a group of us in couples. I wasn't with somebody, but I, I've always been the music person, and they were like, go ahead, pick a record, and I picked out Roberta Flack, and mm-hmm. I put this on, and... The mom, she's just kind of melted, and she's like, Mary, you just picked my favorite song. <laughs> you just picked my, my favorite album. So it does that to everyone. Oh, yeah. You know, it does that to everyone. It's a wonderful song. If you, do you believe in love at first sight? Because mm-hmm. that's the that's question it. that it will make you ask. So mm-hmm. um, <laughs> uh, I don't know where to go from there <laughs> to this next one. I mean, Roberta and Tina probably knew each other at some point or crossed paths. And but thumbs up for getting ladies on the list this time. Yes. <laughs> we, well, we when it comes to love, we can't not get the ladies in there. This was a little bit more, it was easier to get women into the mix. Um, this is a song, you know, it's Tina Turner, What's Love Got to Do With It? And we all know the story about Tina and Ike and their relationship and what uh, being abusive does to a person. And then when you decide to leave and get on with it, 
how do you adjust into another normal? Well, it's not a normal relationship. How do you adjust getting back out there? And do I trust you? Do I try another? You know, do I try to do this with another person? And still being a little resentful, <laughs> a little bitter. <laughs> and the question is too not knowing you know you can't base a relationship all off of love and what's love got to do with it you know it's just a what good is a heart if a heart can be broken there's a lot of different aspects to what needs to be done in a relationship and p.s this song is just fucking amazing oh, yeah. <laughs> you know if you've had a bad day or you were in post relationship stuff when you hear what's love got to do with it you're like that's right what does love got to do with it you must try to ignore that it means more than that. Oh, what's love got to do? Got to do with it. What's love but a second-hand emotion? What's love got to do? Got to do with it. Who needs a heart when a heart can be broken? It may seem to you that I'm acting confused. Close to me. If I tend to look dazed, I read it someplace. I've got cause to be. There's a name for it. There's a phrase that fits. But whatever the reason, you do it for me. Tina. That was me, by the way. That was not Tina that Turner. That was not Tina Turner, everyone. <laughs> okay, from Tina Turner and What's Love Got to Do With It, I'm going to a, uh, a song from the album Speaking in Tongues by the Talking Heads. Very good. And uh, This Must Be the Place is uh, the Talking Heads' way of making a love song. Uh, lyrics written by David Byrne. Uh he mentioned in an interview once that uh, the purpose of this song was to make an honest love song that wasn't corny or mm-hmm. lame. And uh, I think they su- they succeeded because uh, it's unlike any other love song you'll hear. And it's one of the best songs ever written. I know I say that a lot, but this is really appropriate picks. Oh, and it's Talking this. Heads, man. You can't get wrong with Talking Heads. It makes you feel like you're... Like, you have to think about what you're doing, and this must be the place, because it feels right, and it yeah. feels good. I'm and, sorry, I'm interjecting all well, my feelings no, and, onto this all of Well, a it, it goes back to the honest part about it all. Um, he's being honest about his feelings, and it's coming out in his song. Mm-hmm. And uh, who's to tell you how, what, what that should sound like, right? So this is, uh, this is must, this must Be the Place by the Talking Heads. Yeah. 
liking that one. Like I said, the thing about that song is this must be the place, so it makes you feel like when you know you're in love or you feel good about what's going on, you're like, oh, this must be the place. I'm right where I need to be. Yep. And it's very soundtracky. Oh, yeah. Very Do you much. remember the movie Baby Cakes? Mm-hmm. That song is in there, and that was probably the first time I ever heard it, and I probably associate it with some weird romantic comedy thing. <laughs> so thanks, Monty. Um, this is another doozy. I've, I've adored... I pick a lot of Queen, actually. Queen is one of those bands where it's so dramatic and rock that I can't help myself. And this song in particular, when you are tired... You know, and you're just like, can anybody just find me somebody to love? Mm-hmm. And I work hard every day of my life. <laughs> and do I have time for it? I haven't made time for it yet. But please, can anybody help me here? Because mm-hmm. life would be better and more fulfilling with somebody to love. So I chose Queen. Somebody to love. I just keep losing my beat. You just keep losing your He's all right, he's all right. Yeah, yeah. I just gotta get out of this prison cell. One day I'm gonna be free. Find me somebody to love. 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 My next song is off of an album called The Boatman's Call. This is the 10th album from Mr. Cave and the Bad Seeds. And uh, it's another strange but honest love song. Um, And I think that's what draws me to certain songs is the honesty that you can get with it. And I know people describe strange maybe a... a, uh, a uh, unfair way to describe it but you know there is a definitive form in our media and our society of how love songs should be kind of broken down and when they go off of that that format people are like that's that's weird or that's strange but i think uh nick cave and has has always been that guy that doesn't ever conform to how things go and uh you can hear it uh in his uh in his voice especially in this song he's not hiding anything and uh uh, unfortunately, uh, this song uh, was performed at uh, In Excess, is, uh, the funeral for Michael Hutchinson. Um, and uh, the cave did it there, but requested that they turn off the all the recording and stuff yeah. when, he, when they did it for him. But uh, uh, from what those who were there uh, who heard it said, it was uh, pretty amazing. So this is uh, Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds Into My Arms. I don't believe in an interventionist God But I know, darling, that you do 
if I did, I would kneel down and ask him. to intervene when it came to you well not to touch your hair in your head leave you as you are if he felt he had to direct you and direct you into my arms into my arms oh lord into my that's a beautiful sound. <laughs> like always makes you feel like you're alive because he's so... That voice <laughs> will surround you. Um, anything else on that one? Because I love that, that song. story is amazing. Was that in a film as well? I'm not it, sure. It I'm in not a sure. Film? Because it seems very... Lends itself very well to a scene, a dramatic scene. It, uh... It's a story, and uh, I think uh, you know it. It'll turn a lot of people off when he says starts his song with, uh, "I don't believe in an interventious God," <laughs> but just keep going, man. The rest of the song is just, yeah. it's just beautiful. Well, he doesn't want to change. He doesn't want her to change. So yep. if God's going to do that, he doesn't want to talk to him. That's right. I'm going on a very lighter note now. <laughs> I'm going straight up pop country goodness from the 70s and actually doing a little research about this this song was released on valentine's day 1976 nice so it's perfect for this mix this song always makes me feel so good and it's i love this kind of old country that's a pop but like old pop country it's the bellamy brothers let your love flow i have no idea how i first heard it It it's probably on the radio and just being gravitated towards it and I think my parents had an eight track nice. from the Bellamy Brothers, so which makes sense. But anyway, so this is harkens back to Valentine's Day, 1976. It, you know, it's funny that I was gonna say that song is such a hippie song too. Like I love that like weird crossover of country hippie. Yep. That was happening in that era. Some might call that yacht rock, but I just call it good hippie good. country rock. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> and it's about letting your love flow to other people and the world and the nature and blah blah blah. And it's just thank you seventies. Um, and I'm going back to 1966 to a song called Give Me Some Lovin' by the Spencer Davis group. 
this song was written by none other than Steve Winwood, Spencer Davis, and uh, Muff Winwood. Uh, Give Me Some Lovin' reminds me of the first moments of uh, New Love, whatever that might be. Your favorite record store, your favorite, uh, your favorite person, your favorite food, your favorite restaurant, your favorite new alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> Give Me Some Lovin' just reminds me of how like you should feel when you first have love for something. Um, so, uh, yeah, let's get into it. Give me some loving. Song too, by the yep, way. great driving like you song. You can go 100 miles an hour. Oh, yeah, totally. This is Give Me Some Loving by Spencer Davis Group. group everybody drive fast be safe out there <laughs> we're talking about how much steve winwood can't do wrong either everything everything he's done has been incredible blind so, faith everything. traffic steve winwood by himself higher love valerie all those you guys uh i don't know if you can hear it on the podcast but i'm pouring liqueur into a cup it's pretty exciting i try to uh change it up every Every, every time, we had the every uh, week. It's a we had the libation with Monty. We had the limited edition alcohol a few weeks ago. What did we have last time? Uh, beer. Beer, yeah. Just beer. Just beer. We're not allowed to talk about brand names. Ah, yeah. Yeah, we got to keep it down. Really. We don't want to offend anybody. It's good beer. It was the good beer company that made it. Yeah, a, a good, <laughs> it was a good beer company. <laughs> So yeah, Spencer Davis Group, Steve Winwood, all that great stuff. Give me some lovin'. Give me, give me some lovin'. Now I want to hear it over and over. Thank you, Monty. Uh, I picked... I've been on a Prince yes. kick lately. I really have. I feel like I've picked Prince for the last four podcasts. Okay, but he's Prince prolific. Prince is awesome. And he does a lot of work. So this isn't, this, this isn't a Prince song, but he did co-write it. With the one and only Sheila E. Yes. Sheila Escovilla. And it's I Love Bazaar from 1985. I love the balance here and what we're all looking for. I don't want ordinary love, so I didn't pick Sade. Sade. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I picked Sheila E. I Love Bazaar. Just everything about it. She's playing drums. It's very Prince, but super Sheila E. Mm-hmm. So here it is from 1985. I Love Bazaar.
Prince. What makes it what makes it a Prince song? Yeah, and, we were uh, talking about what it is. Is it yeah. the bass that Monty says it is? I say it's the bass. And I'm that's a really good call because mm. I forget. Gets your hips moving. <laughs> His Gets hips. you moving. <laughs> um <laughs> I went to a, a different a different place a little bit. Um, I went with a, a artist by the name of Lenny Williams, and a song called "Because I Love You." Um, funny story about this song: I found it uh, at a swap meet in uh, one of those uh, side little stores that uh, was selling love compilations and had lowrider stuff up all over the place. And there was that guy yes. who was standing behind the. Uh, who was selling to you? Who wore the loke, the lokes? Oh, right. Sweetness. He had his hair yep. pulled back with the uh, three flowers in it. <laughs> um, Dickie's pantsuit all the way up and down. He just looked hard, but he because was... he was playing the love compilation, he wanted to let the ladies know that he was uh, emotional as well too, not just a gangster. He had feelings. Um, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> you know, he had the Chuck Taylors with the fat laces as well too. That, that was me right there. You want to talk about what Monty looked like freshman year of high school? That was Monty right there. <laughs> <laughs> whatever whatever Snoop Dogg or the Lowrider guys in my neighborhood used to tell me. How did the ladies get through all those layers? I played love compilation. <laughs> I had to find it. I had to find the love compilation in order to let them know uh, I have feelings too. So this is Lenny Williams from Tower of Power, yep. right? I, yep. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, but this song was used by Steve Harvey. In the movie uh, Kings of Comedy, it was an intermission comedy bit that he used, uh, and uh, he gets the whole crowd into it. He uh, tells them about like he doesn't know understand these new, new new rappers' music, and he said no one talks about love anymore. And he talks about uh, how how this song is it, uh, but it's it's undeniable how much uh, how much in love Lenny is in this song. He's almost crying on the track. It sounds like at times. Uh, it's over the top, but uh, oddly sincere, and uh, it uh, it has a talking track over top of it as well, too, which is one of my favorite parts in uh, yeah. R&B songs. We talked about that when they tell you how to live or how exactly. to be, or if you're going to be okay. Exactly. So this is Because I Love You by Lenny Williams. totally different to see men in love than women oh it is like they don't hold back men are just like like when a woman's in love it's all about like kind of being reserved or having to deal with some weird shit Mm -hmm. (laughs) but men just like like lenny just let it out 
before yeah. like three minutes in that song, he he says I love you probably fifty times. <laughs> I think I hope she got the message uh, yeah. to whoever that was too. I hope she fucking married him or did something yeah. to make him happy. <laughs> uh, let's see. Well, speaking of, well, Monty brought some champagne. We're having mimosas on a Sunday morning, so I'm a little buzzy. See what I did there mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> for my next song. Which leads right into it. I picked Nirvana, Love Buzz. I like that song. <laughs> <laughs> Monty just checked the room to see if anybody else was in here with us. <laughs> is, the, is the coast of Kurt so, Cobain here? So, I love that what song. did you just see? <laughs> Hello, Kurt. Sit down. Have um, a mimosa. <laughs> have a mimosa. They're wonderful. Um, so this is a cover song, actually. It's a cover of Shocking Blues, Love Buzz. I had never heard it before. And P.S., this song came out in 1988. I was 11 years old when Bleach came out, which is insane to think about, like, that they were doing this sound. Because <laughs> this song still sounds as powerful today as oh, yeah. it ever will and ever will be in the future, or ever has and ever will be in the future. It's just one of my best friend growing up, we were huge Nirvana fans, and I remember her telling me this was the song she wanted to play walking down the aisle at her wedding, and I thought That's that was awesome. the coolest thing ever. She got married, and she didn't use the song. It was very, oh. I was like, are you kidding me? Okay, it's mine now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, exactly. Here's the future, and um, just the bass line. If we're going to talk about awesome bass lines, this Chris Novoselic and the boys doing Love Buzz. the queen of my heart and what it's perfect it's awesome <laughs> i uh i, I kind of emulate that a little bit here uh young love is where we're going next pure and simple awkward and nervous but always direct just like we talked about with uh with the boys um this song is uh i want to be your boyfriend Ooh. by the ramones and uh can i tell you this is my favorite all-time ramones song awesome no joke uh, Always and forever. The Ramones aren't saying, uh, can I be your boyfriend? They're saying, I want to be your boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Handle it. <laughs> That's it. Here's I Want to Be Your Boyfriend by the Ramones.
little girl I wanna be a boyfriend Sweet little girl I wanna be a boyfriend Do you love me best? What do you say? Do you love me best? What can I say? Because I wanna be a boyfriend The Ramones, everyone. The Ramones. Thank you for playing that. It's one of my all-time favorites. And it's the sweetest. And, yeah. Oh, we're going to go into cheesy land for some people. Yes. But actually, this song is quite incredible. Like, when you remember hearing it for the first time oh, when yeah. you were young? Oh, yeah. It'd be like, boom! I can't remember if I saw the movie first. I probably heard the song first mm-hmm. before seeing the movie. Mine was movie but, first. Uh, oh. There yep. you go. Uh, I picked Huey Lewis, The Power of Love, because The Power of Love is a very curious thing. It makes one man weep, and it makes one man sing. <laughs> so I'm just going to let Huey Lewis and News speak for me here. That's the power of love. Monty, that's their first. That was their first number one hit, which is surprising to me. Back to the Future. Yeah, Power of Doc Brown. Nominated for an Academy Award. Yep. Well, I uh, I'm kind of in that same era with you for the, my next one. Uh, um, Love should make you dance with joy. That's how you should feel. This is from 1981's Voices album. This is You Make My Dreams Come True by Hall Notes. Oh yes. It's been so overused in the media and in movies, but I love how it has this like footloose and fancy free vibe that it gives off the entire time. And uh, <laughs> hey, you make my dreams come true. That's a that's a good sentiment for uh, for love. So uh, yeah, we're gonna go right into it without any further ado. This is Hall and Oates. You make my dreams come true from the Voices album released in 1981. What they want, you got, Monty. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Thank you, Hall Notes.
right. So number nine on my track list for love songs. This is a very. Uh, I didn't understand this song for a long time. I was always under the impression that love is a thing that brings you together, but it's not true. <laughs> love sometimes will tell you apart. And so I chose Joy Division. Um, I don't know much else to say about it besides it's kind of the downer of the love songs that I chose today. But at the same time, it's an amazing song. And Breakups can lead you to your true love. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah, that's true. It's but a necessity. <laughs> it's dividing the joy that's between the two people. And so this is Joy Division. Share surprise. Back to high school, I couldn't do a song about or a love mix without going back to high school. Um, so uh, this song was super popular when I was in high school, super popular. And we used to listen to it at our high school dances. And I've told you before, I went to a very strict Christian school, mm-hmm. right? We used to have a foot, like a big block foot, like a shoe that they'd put in between you because you had to keep <laughs> that much distance between That's... yourself and the other person. So uh, it's funny that they let they, they let, they let nobody by in. Keith Sweat slide in <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's um, funny. It's funny because the song is super intimate. Uh, mm-hmm. Emphasis on in in the word intimate because this is what this song is all about. <laughs> um, when they let allow Keith Sweat, yeah. you would think by the name that they'd be like, nope, nope, he's not allowed into our <laughs> dance. But it's funny, you know, teenager, all these strong emotions, everybody's trying to make sense of what relationships are, what boyfriend, girlfriend is supposed to look like, what all of that. But I've, a lot of people will down young love. But in the world that I grew up in, yeah, in the world that I grew up in, Christian world, Christian school, Christian grade school, uh, I know people who were relationship material freshman year of high school who are still married to this day. Wow. Who and that's not one person. It's not like it's a a few people here and there. We're talking like tons of people are still mm-hmm. in a committed relationship, married how, more than half their life almost now. And um, but it's just funny because nobody by Keith Sweat was it was like a bunch of uh, <laughs> a bunch of teenagers uh, slow dancing to this super intimate <laughs> love yeah. song, if you will. But it's all about sex. I think, I think that at that era, at that age, I mean, 
that what your definition of what love is is created as well. Oh yeah. You know, and that's a lot of why a lot of people if they don't stay with that person that they were with in high school at some point they're going to go back to them not Oh yeah. you know, it could be physically you are always attached to that person because that's your first experience and it's completely powerful. So think about what you just said now at a high school dance while nobody's singing in the background <laughs> when you first come to those feelings. <laughs> but the song does have some quality because it's one of it's a ballad. So there's Key Sweat and another woman who's singing along there mm-hmm. with it. And uh but this is Nobody by Key Sweat and uh I hope you guys uh have a, a few minutes of intimacy here. I wanna plead you. I wanna plead you. I wanna show you man that I need you. I want your body till the very last drop. I want you to holler when you want me to stop and look and love you like me. Things just got sticky in here. It's weird. <laughs> it just got weird. So uh, I left so, Monty alone to listen to that song. Literally, I did leave the room so Monty could have a moment. It was weird. To that song. <laughs> listening to that song in a semi-lit room by yourself. Huh. Uh, just like high school, right? <laughs> just like high school. Feeling you. <laughs> you just like high school. Can you guys hear this? That's the sound of the light going shut off. Oh yeah. <laughs> Uh, speaking of high school, my new one, my, new one, <laughs> my next one kind of flows well into from Key Sweat, actually. This is a good transitionary thing happening here. I picked New Edition, If It Isn't Love. It's another one of those songs, like, they totally get, like, why do I feel this way about this person if it's not love? Because you are convinced it is love. This song came out in 1988, same as Nirvana's Love Buzz. Like, nice. Like, thinking about that in perspective that I loved both is, I feel very lucky. <clears throat> I'm going to say that Nirvana came later for me. Like, I was all about the new edition mm-hmm. as it was coming out. But I don't know about you, but you've probably had feelings about a person that you thought you were in love with them, but you may, you might not have told them, and you're convinced. But then the whole world's telling you, no, that's not love. Yep. But you're like, but if it isn't love... Why do I feel like this? What is it? So, speaking of teenage angst mm-hmm. and things. So, anyway, and one of the best songs ever. So, it's New Edition, If It Isn't Love. Ricky, Mikey, Bobby, Ronnie, and Ralph. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it. Why do I feel this way? Why does she stay on my mind? And if it isn't love, why does it hurt so bad? Make me feel so sad. Love. 
talking about all this bullshit i forget how much that song brings up for me i'm like wait a minute tell her you love her and then you see her with some other guy and then you really want her you should have fucking thought about that earlier <laughs> yep it's the truth though it's but it truth. is the truth that is human nature yeah. and it's finest and people are weird because they think they can have everything but listen to new edition these guys they were teenagers probably at this time when they made this album oh yeah talking about some uh some good stuff yeah this was a. Uh, 1988, so 84, 85 is when they did their first songs. Mm-hmm. This was like them coming back as more mature, too. Gotcha, Do you gotcha. remember that phase? Yeah, that's right. When they were more mature. Yep. So. They wore suits instead of uh, instead of teenage clothes. Right. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, uh, I uh, songs written about someone or for someone, uh, especially when that person knows about it, are very very personal this next song is that that definition um this is from uh paul mccartney and wings 1973 album from red rose speedway Mm. this is my love written about linda eastman uh who was also in the band in in wings and uh it's paul mccartney uh beautifully and gently telling this person probably twice a week in concert that they're in love that's they're one of their relationship is one of the best relationships to see in society in a you know one of the mm-hmm. most famous people on earth and handling a relationship like that and being very open about how much he loves her and how faithful and loyal he is and i almost picked this song yep red rose speedway is one of my great album. it's probably a top two two top three for wings mm-hmm. yep it's just a great album so here's paul mccartney and my love And when the cupboard's bare I'll still find something there with my love It's understood It's everywhere with my love My love Does it go Speedway, if you don't have that album, go out and get it. It is uh, fantastic. Makes you want to stick a flower in your mouth and go to England. That's right. Uh, Specifically for the flower in my mouth. (laughs) It's such a visually... (laughs) The album cover, if we we did ever do something visual for this, we could have a little video about all of our favorite album covers, and that would be up there. Oh, yeah. Because he's rocking the mullet, too. He is. And he's got that flower in his mouth, and... It's very His <laughs> wings. love does it good. And just think about the era of that, too. They were having kids and everything and thinking yep. about how much in love and warm and comfortable they were all being. And Linda is an amazing spirit, and she carried him, I think, through a lot of those things and yep. made him transition. So thank you, Linda. 
Um, and thank you, Monty, for picking that song. Uh, I picked another 80s song because it's very definitive era. We talk about growing up. We talk about, you know, the songs that made us and songs in high school. Um, but Howard Jones, I love me some Hojo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and what is love is, um, I like this song because it's, I'll love you whether or not you love me. I believe that once you love somebody, you love them forever. Yep. And not in a stalker way, mm-hmm. but like, it's okay if we're not together. I'll love you no matter what. And, um, and then the existential question of what is love anyway? Does anybody really know what this is? Um, I know the way I feel about you and it will be the same. Yeah. Whether or not you love me. So there's a, uh, a great saying you, you talked about always loving someone forever. Uh, they talk about, uh, giving your heart away to a bunch of different people mm-hmm. and they'll always keep that piece of your heart. And you'll never get it back. However, person that is your true love the person that is the person you're supposed to be with is a tape that holds your heart together again oh that's sweet and sentimental <laughs> there you go everyone it's a lot of tape it's a lot of tape for some people, <laughs> it's a lot of tape for some people but <laughs> anyway so how it jumps song that i uh, have no experience with you 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 found really? one that i had nothing i i i remember i know the refrain yeah. but i don't know the full song like what is love what when he sings that part i'm like oh yeah i know that but <laughs> i didn't know it was by howard jones and i didn't know it was from that album wow there you go yeah and something from the 80s yeah i know <laughs> so uh my next one is for my wife um i uh we talk a lot about music and she probably hears me say the the same stories over and over and over again. And uh, she's nice enough to just go, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. It's interesting to her every single time. <laughs> but uh, she she made a statement once about, uh, about you know, these songs, they, they get the emotion of love, and there's some that do a really good job. But she said love is also sexiness. Love is also being having that self-esteem in yourself. Mm-hmm. And uh, she, uh, she talked about how uh, Nora Jones is Turn Me On is the definition of a sexy song for a woman. Nice. So this is uh, Nora Jones from uh, Come Away With Me, and uh, this is Turn Me On. And, uh... In my poor heart It's been so dark Since you been gone 
<laughs> she she's does everywhere. so many things, and she's connected too. I mean, her father's amazing. I think her story in itself that she didn't capitalize on who her father was, but has talent, but didn't go in the other Ra- in his Shankar, direction. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, and her her half sister Anushka Shankar is like yep. completely perfectly Indian sitar mm-hmm. diva, and then like it's a, an incredible creative connection yep. so and uh <laughs> what i really said was nora jones does it for a lot of dudes <laughs> so, <laughs> good choice tammy <laughs> uh, final songs coming up final, final songs. songs um uh and i'm gonna go back to the beginning to make monty feel like everything was normal again i chose a foo fighter song to close out yes. for my love songs there were two songs that i wanted to pick I can find myself to picking songs with love in the title because if, as someone who's worked in record stores for a long time, you're the one of the big jokes is always when somebody comes up and asks you, hey, do you know that song with love in the title? Yeah. <laughs> so yep. That's kind of what we were playing off of here, too. Um, I could do a whole nother... I could do six more mixes about love songs and what for each kind of feeling. Um, but to close it out, I chose the Foo Fighters, Dear Lover, which I don't know... A lot of people probably don't know this song. Um, did you know it at all? Or? I didn't know it. It's I know yeah. it's off the color and shape of uh, the color and shape. Yeah. But well, it's actually it's a B side oh, okay. from my hero from Color and the Shape because you know how I'm a uber yep. foo. That's right. <laughs> I'm an uber foo fighter. Um, but this is off the My Hero soundtrack, and it was when you listen to it, you can hear how vulnerable he is, and it's too this woman that he was in love with and I think they're in the midst of they're they're breaking up you know dear lover um he wants to not I don't think he wants to break up I think he wants to be with her for a long time but lover is different from friend or wife or husband you know lover Mm -hmm. in this situation it's a true love letter and again it's kind of what I was talking about with Howard Jones when you talk about I'll love you forever no matter what even if you don't love me this song is another kind of one of those where it's dear lover um did i bring some happiness to your life because that's what it's about Mm -hmm. is were we good at a point and remember that don't remember the other shit (laughs) that happens so this is dear lover from the fighters this
<laughs> so uh great song i uh i'm glad it's one that you've never heard yeah, before it is I, uh, color in the shape was full of songs like that i think he was getting a divorce at the time too so there's everlong walking yeah. after you dear lover there's a lot of doozies on the color in the shape i like it um i love it yeah. i love it <laughs> Um, I went to uh, 1977 for my last one from an album called Slow Hand by (laughs) Eric Clapton Um, uh, the song we're going to listen to is called Wonderful Tonight and uh, it is uh, for me it's a lot of different things Uh, I worked at a small grocery store chain uh, here in the town it was my first job about 15 years old and uh um i was a courtesy clerk aka bagger Mm -hmm. at a at a grocery store and uh there were days in the summertime where i'd just be sitting there just not doing anything because our store was kind of in limbo and things were closing and people didn't even know if we were open yet so uh i used to sit there with this uh they used to team us up with the the uh cashiers and i was teamed up one day with this lady named deb and uh, Deb, uh, Deb, Deb had gone through some stuff. You could tell. Just single. She was probably in her early sixties. Mm-hmm. She lived a life, and it was uh, full of sadness, but probably a lot of happiness. But you could definitely see that she was uh, she was affected by a lot of things. And uh, we uh, we were sitting there talking one day, and they used to play these. Uh, 10 song 15 song cds that would just they were like the ones that you're allowed to play in the in the yeah. in the place just play <laughs> over and over and over again um but uh wonderful tonight was on it and i remember her saying when this song came on that this was the most beautiful song that she had ever heard and i loved it i didn't know who sang it i asked her if she knew who sang it she said she wasn't sure i had to go ask my dad i think who knew instantly who it was and uh, i remember jokingly saying at that time that this is my wedding song, right? Fast forward from uh, 1994 to uh, a few years later. I was a little older. I had a, uh, a girlfriend I proposed to, and uh, we were getting into the talk about what our first song would be, and all these songs came up, and I said, it's, it's Wonderful Tonight, right? And that was kind of our song. So uh, Wonderful Tonight is a, a very personal song for my wife and I, and uh, whenever it comes on, wherever we're at, we'll text each other or come across the room and dance with each other so oh, i did think is, of uh, you the other day i did hear that and then that story you've told before yep. always will stick with me i was at the um i was at the dry cleaner yeah and i was like this is so beautiful <laughs> so <laughs> here's to Monty uh, and Tammy. wonderful tonight from eric clapton off of his 77 slow hand 
the best year, Everyone right? turns to see this beautiful lady is walking around with me and then she asks me do you feel alright and I say enjoyed Mary and I's uh, 24 songs that we had here. I have three more from you from our man in the booth, Mr. Jeremy, who offered uh, three exceptional tunes. The first one he picked is off of Pet Sounds by the Beach Boys. This is God Only Knows, and I've heard many people say that this is a perfect, yeah, perfect love song. So here's God Only Knows by the Beach Boys. So what good would living do me? God only knows what I'd be without you Of uh of the Beach Boys classic. Uh, I thought you said the Bee Gees classic for a minute. Anyway, Beach <laughs> and, uh, Bees Boys. The, the Beach Boys. <laughs> <laughs> Going into our Jeremy's next pick, uh Tom Waits, who I love so much more than Jeremy does. Uh, oh, tight, tight. <laughs> off of his uh, down. off of his Mule Variations album. This is Picture in a Frame. Exceptional pick, sir. Exceptional pick. Baby 
Get all his albums. Get every one of his albums. You hear me? At your local record store. At your local record store. Every one of them. <laughs> Even the best ofs. Okay. You're going to get angry. That's all. So but This is about love, not anger. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Brings me back on track. So the last last tune today is uh, by Mayor Hawthorne. Jeremy loves oh. Mayor Hawthorne. Where does this door go? Robot love, not to be confused with Zapp and Roger's computer love, which I almost picked as well, too. Whoa. But this that is Robot Love by Mayor Hawthorne. I believe in love. Do you believe in love? I believe in love. I believe in robots, too. I believe in robots as well, too. <laughs> I believe in all kinds of love. There is all kinds of love, so there's different songs for every kind. That's right. So we hope you enjoyed this. Uh, again, feel free to write to us. We do have a Gmail account attached to our blogger spot that you can go to. Mixed up with maryandmonty.blogspot.com. You can give, put, give us your suggestions on... Uh, what mixes you want to hear next? Yeah, a good uh, challenge is always nice. A challenge yes. to see if we can live up to a, a suggestion of a, of a mixtape and live up to the expectations that you might have. That'd be great. I, I'm I'm hoping that uh, we 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 talked about this last time and and no one uh, no one sent any emails. So uh, <laughs> hopefully, get on it, people. Hopefully we this need time, emails and feedback. Uh, Jeremy, perhaps uh, make a fake account and make me feel special with uh, with an email sent. Uh, anyways, anyways, uh, love. Uh, we hope that you're all searching or have found it. And uh, uh, go to your record store. Go to your record store's digital accounts. Go to other digital places. And no, just go to the local. Or just go to the ones. local record yeah. store. I'm telling you, they whenever you I'm more. in a bad mood, they need the love. <laughs> yeah, they need the love. Whenever I'm in a bad mood, the record store turns me upside down. And wherever you are for Valentine's Literally Day, I hope it goes down. well. And whoever you are, That's wherever right. you are, don't get caught up in the capitalistic part of it. Just That's enjoy right. the day. So, with that being said, I am Monty. And I am Mary. Have a good one. Hey 
Hey there, Mixed Up Friends. I've had a few of you ask me, Monty, what do you and Mary do when the songs are playing? Well, here's a little glimpse in a segment we like to call Behind the Songs. What is that we're going to get up on Sunday? What are you talking about? Love. <laughs> Why do we have to get up though? We're really annoying about love. Blech. Well, that was good. That was good. That was I deep. should do sound effects. It's the OJ. It's actually the champagne. And I added Foo Fighters, so you don't feel weird about me anymore. <laughs> On the front and the back, yep. you got your two favorites. My sandwich. <laughs> I was worried last time. <laughs> I told Tammy, I said, uh, Mary uh, didn't put any uh, Beatles or, or Foo Fighters. Uh, do you think there's something wrong? Should I, should I talk to her? <laughs> I figured people were sick of that shit. I told her I put a request for some kind of wonderful. Because that's my favorite, John Hughes. That's your favorite, John yeah. Hughes, yeah. It's funny, I think there's, you know, the, the all the fucking stupid quizzes we all take on social media, me included. Mm -hmm. Like, what John Hughes film were you? Yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> you are a total, some kind of wonderful guy. I, <laughs> I probably get pretty in pink. That uh, that almost made the soundtrack list. I love it. I love it. Tenderness. Tenderness yep, almost made it yep, too. Yep. <laughs> I was real close to that one too, my friend. All right, here we go. Oh my goodness. Um, when people put Z O M G in text messages, what does that mean? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> Zoinks, oh my god. <laughs> Zoinks. <laughs> Zoinks. <laughs> I always thought it was like a zombie thing, you know, like I'll be zombie, good. oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> you let me know when you want another one. Okay. Talking and stuff, I'll come in quietly. All right. An hour is what I said. An hour. An hour. You can go 100 miles per hour, <laughs> and you're right and I'll say, well, I'll be on King the Hill. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking love Steve Winwood. He was so, everything. everything. Traffic. Everything Steve um, Winwood does. Spencer I'm Davis amazed. Group. Um, my missing Blind Fate. Um, yeah, everything. Steve Winwood just by himself. When I was a kid, uh, Higher, uh, Higher Love, mm -hmm. I wore the shit out of that oh, yeah. cassette. I had no idea about anything before that. Mm -hmm. I just knew I fucking loved that song. And Valerie. Oh, yeah. I'm gonna get in your picks, right? Awesome. I've never seen people clap for this song like that. It's usually like this. Yep. Nope. I'm the weird dude. Marty, you're gonna be late for school. Quit playing around with that big speaker. This was their first number one hit. Really? Is this from? What album is this from? It's from. Is it from the, the soundtrack, soundtrack first? Yeah. First. 
It wasn't from sports, was it? It's my favorite cover. Four. <coughs> Excuse me. Oh, wow, 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 wow. When you left, this is what I did. Oh, goodness. It got, it, this song is really weird when you're by yourself. <laughs> yeah, that's the other bullshit. <laughs> Let's talk, talk about it. I don't want to get rid of the song now because these are my favorite parts. What's the other bullshit, Barry? The, the bullshit is that, like, of course he likes her after he sees her with somebody else. And then he's like, oh, oh, I do love her. But to be completely honest, that's the that's the that's the truth. Of course, yeah. it's bullshit. It is bullshit. <laughs> it's bullshit for men or women. I'm not gonna. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not being uh, unfair in that one. It seemed weird to have this as a first dance, right? Huh? It would seem weird to have this as a first dance at a wedding, because the first line is kind of. Uh... Ready? Here comes the first line. I may not always love you. <laughs> <laughs> Downer. I've I've heard it played at weddings before. And like every time that first line goes, I look around like <laughs> it's a, it is a beautiful song. Alright. He's like, I'm gonna use the shit out of you. Because <laughs> I don't really love you. <laughs> and she's a lady and will go on the mountaintops. And I will scream her name from the mountaintops. <laughs> <laughs> it was blue.